This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Sherman in for Oakley. Um, remembering because there's a piece of food next to me here, the Greater Toronto Day, and that was uh, by proclamation of Mayor Tory. And we're always pretty good in Toronto. Remember Toronto the good? But this is like a pay it forward day where you should do something nice for somebody and say so and use the hashtag, uh, hashtag Greater Toronto Day. So Mary Feely, my lovely producer, uh, John's lovely producer, but mine this week, uh, she came in with date squares for everybody. I wanted to mark the date. I know, and, I, <laughs> and that was appropriate. And I was I was going to eat mine during the last commercial break, and I thought, you know what, I'll wind up with... I'll come back on the air, and I'll be... And there's Jason, and Jason Chapman, our executive producer, and he's busy eating the damn thing because he doesn't have to go on the air. In the newsroom, they're all enjoying them. All right. Let's be serious. I've got a guest waiting on the line, and I want to uh, deal with this. I I had uh, Peter Weltman on with He's the president of the uh, financial, um, the FAO, the Financial Accountability Office, which is um, an arm's length agency of the Ontario government. So they don't do the bidding of the government, whatever stripe the government is. They do what they have to to tell us how our finances are. And essentially what they said was, keep going in the direction that you're going with your 1% projected increases in spending on an annualized basis and with the revenues that we project you will get, which um, you've soundly put into the budget without complimenting anybody, and you will get to balance in 22-23, and you will get to a $6 billion surplus by 23-24. Now, we've been having a conversation for the last 45 minutes about things that are fallout from all of this, and there are a lot of people out there with a lot of opinions on it. Now, one of those people speaks for the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Uh, Her name is Christine Van Gyne, and she joins us now. Hi, Christine. Hi, thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. You've heard uh, my setup. You've analyzed what the FAO budget analysis has said about the uh, the Ford government, and you've even taken into consideration the fact that during the campaign he talked of tax cuts that haven't even materialized yet. How do you 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 are political in the sense that you can comment? The, the FAO is not going to come on here and say we love the Ford government or we hate them. They're just going to tell us the way things are. You've taken a look at the way things are, and you're going to comment, and uh, and you feel I think positive. Yeah, I, I mean I think it's good news that the FAO came out and said the the numbers that the government provided in the budget, uh, their plan looks reasonable. Uh, it's a nice change, actually, from the previous government when a lot of the time the Auditor General, the FAO, would have to come out with corrected numbers or say, you know, this aspect of the government's plan is unrealistic or or not even feasible or or their numbers don't make any sense. So I think that that's, a, that's good. And the FAO said that they have found about half of the cost savings that are required to get us to balance Um that means the government still has to find the other half of those savings. Those are unannounced savings. But um, in his press conference, the, the financial accountability officer said, that's not unusual. The government's not going to announce all of the cost-saving measures all at once in the first year. There are probably more things to come in the future. Well, so- the FAO did allude to that in all of the material that it put out, and we spoke about it yesterday, and they talk about unannounced items. But what we're really couching in terms is personal income tax, small business tax rate, excise tax on gas, uh, and all of these things were under discussion during the Ford campaign. Therefore, we have no reason to believe that they're not going to materialize at some point. Yeah, and one of the things that the report that the financial accountability officer put out said is that the 
the revenue projections in the budget do include unannounced reductions in revenue. And when we talk about unannounced revenue reductions, what we really mean is the government is going to have less money because potentially they're going to cut taxes. And there were some specific tax promises that now Premier Ford made last year when he was a candidate. He promised to cut income taxes for um, middle-class Ontarians. He promised to cut the small business tax rate. Um, and he promised to cut the excise tax on gasoline. Which would um, explain why the FAO is saying uh, in its report that over the next five years, average tax revenue growth will be 3.3% uh, slower than the 53 that existed from 2013-14 to 2018-19, liberal period. Yeah, so the old projection was 5.3% increase in in revenue. The government's going to take 5.3% more revenue. Um, That's what they've said, that that's how fast revenue would grow. And when we talk about revenue, I just hate using the term revenue. That's that's tax revenue, right? Like that's money that the government's taking in taxes. Mm -hmm. So when we slow the pace from... 5.3 5.3 to 3.3. That means uh, that means it's potentially a a tax cut. They're going to um, cut their revenue. All these people screaming and yelling about cuts. There's a cut they're not going to scream about. No, and I think we should we should encourage the government to pursue that. Um, taxpayers voted for tax relief. I think on income taxes that was promised. I believe in the third year of the government's mandate. It's not. It wasn't. We didn't expect to see it in this most recent budget. Um, and for the small business tax rate change, I think that that probably is a promise that the government's not going to keep. They've made some suggestions that changes to um, capital allowances under under how how governments make deduction or how businesses make deductions. They've made changes to that instead of cutting the small business tax rate on excise tax. I don't know if the government's going to keep their promise. It's been exactly one year since they promised to cut the excise tax on fuel, but I'm optimistic that they'll keep it as well. Well, I, you know, my, my view is given the changes that they're making now, uh, and these are the heavy-duty, uh, like call it heavy lifting, uh, in the period of four years that they've got, I don't think you can roll all this stuff out at the same time. I'm not, I'm not excusing them. I'm saying that uh, we have to let this unfold as it should. Christine Van Guyen, Ontario Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, let me ask you one more question. Optimistic or pessimistic? I'm optimistic about the, the income tax reduction and, uh, before the end of the mandate. Um, the government's been taking a lot of heat uh, for, for, for cuts that they've been making in spending, which is something that they absolutely needed to do. And I think that they're going to be looking for some good news to give voters before the next election. And there's there are a few things better uh, than, a, than an income tax cut. Thank you very much, Christine. Thanks for having me on. All right. That's Christine Van Gein. She is Ontario Director for the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.